Let's go on an adventure through multi-level marketing. Let's go on an adventure with Jess. How's it going? Welcome back to Jess Unfiltered. I'm your host, Jess, obviously, and this is the third and final part of the Amway interview that I did. First and foremost, I want to apologize to all of you and the interviewee who so graciously did this interview with me. I meant to get this episode out so much sooner, but I have had so much going on. I literally have not had a second to just sit down and edit it because we had a several hour conversation if I am remembering correctly and I went through and I edited the first two episodes relatively quickly and I'm like you know what I'm gonna break them up into pretty digestible 30 minute chunks for people and that yeah no there's about an hour left of content so I'm pre-recording this little intro and then I'm gonna edit that entire hour and I'm just gonna post it as one final episode. That way y'all don't have to keep waiting for me. I, again, I've just been, I've been so swamped and I have not even, I don't even know the last time I've had a day to just literally sit down and play video games or do nothing all day because it has just been crazy. And so anyway, I, again, apologize. My intention was not at all to wait this long to get y'all the third part. And um, to the person I interviewed, I am so, 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 so thankful that you sat down with me. And yeah, I, I just, I feel really bad that it's taken this long. <laughs> but if you're new to the show and you're like, you know, all three parts are out and you're listening to this, then, you know, just ignore everything I just said because it's not, <laughs> you didn't have to wait <laughs> for this episode to publish. So anyway, with that being said, um, this is the third and final part. I'm. It's going to be a longer episode. I'm not going to break it out into 30-minute chunks because uh, I just I want to get it all out there for you all to listen to because it's a really great testimony to have. And it's kind of ironic. Um, it's, it's not really that ironic, but I'm going to a craft fair later today after I'm done editing all of this. And I'm going with my mom and, and I was pretty excited to go to this craft fair. And then I went and looked at the list of people who are going to be there. And it's like, so-and-so from Rodan and Field, so-and-so from Tupperware, so-and-so. And I'm just like, oh, every time, every, these are not crafts. These are not, anyway, I, yeah, I digress. Okay. With that, here is the third part. I'm not going to make y'all wait any longer. Let's jump right in. They have like. I would say like most of them probably are like Republican and very like conservative, mm-hmm. which if that's what you identify with, that's your business. But I am not that kind of person. Um, I've always leaned more towards I'm more liberal in my thinking. And so like, mm-hmm. especially during COVID, like COVID was such a weird time to be involved in things. Um because one of the meetings I went to, and this is like, I wish, like, I wish I had thought to take notes when this happened. Like, I wish I could, like, tell you exactly what this man said. But I can give you, like, the idea. That's all I can give you. But I wish I could remember everything he said. But I went to this, like, it was, like, the last, 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 like, Tuesday meeting I ever went to. Okay, let's pause this interview super quick. I just want to say, I 
thought that I was on mute and apparently I was not, but I was taking notes in the background <laughs> and it probably sounds like I'm just like trying to type. Like I, my keyboard is so loud. It's like a gaming keyboard. So yeah, if you all hear typing in the background, I am so sorry. That was, I was supposed to be muted because I was trying to take notes on stuff and I was trying to like you know, get an idea for things in the background that I could like, you know, like follow up questions I can ask and things like that. And I feel really bad that she can hear my typing because I'm like, oh my gosh, she probably thinks I'm not paying attention, but I am. I'm just trying to take notes. And okay, let's get back into the episode. But if y'all hear typing in the background, that is why. It is not because I'm trying to be rude. <laughs> in person. Because after that, I kind of like slowly just stop doing and way out together because I was grieving um but I remember like it was one of the big shots that was coming in and everyone was like this is such a great opportunity that he would come here and da 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 I didn't like him I thought he was arrogant but I was like okay cool like I'll listen to him whatever because my upline's like you should go do this and I was like okay yeah sure cool and so I remember sitting there and I also don't understand why this had to come up because if this is a business meeting, which looking back at it now, I'm like, we never talked about business. We always talked about like you, you know, it was always about the person that was talking and like how you can be successful like them and how you have to keep listening to audios and things like that. Right. So it was always weird, but this in time in particular, so it was the big shot guy that came down. I don't remember half the things he said because they're all the same thing that he would say anytime he talked. But he started talking about COVID-19, which, if you remember, COVID-19 was a really big hot thing for everybody. One, because either you didn't want to wear a mask or, you know, everyone had their own feelings about it and whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's neither here nor there. But also, you know, the vaccines and everyone was up and arms about that. And either people were mad that you didn't get it or did get it. Well, a lot of ideology in these things they're very um anti-covid anti-mask anti-vaccination so he started talking about these things and he started talking about like the guy that was in charge of the cdc and how he's an evil man and oh how my gosh yeah no it was insane like i remember sitting there i had i cross like i remember crossing my arms because my hands are clenched because as i was listening to him like there was like this anger that was rising in me. I'm like, are you kidding right now? Like, first of all, first of all, like, who are you? You know, but he started talking about how like they, they're liars and he and his wife are poisoning us. And he's like, if you get the COVID shot, you know, like you've been, you're going to die because you got poisoned. Like basically spirit, like fear mongering kind of nonsense. Right. And he was just like, he's like, I'm telling you guys this because I love you guys. And he's like, I have all my sources. Like, I'll email them. Like, you can ask me, but like, I'm not going to tell you all that because that's a lot of information. And so the thing that was crazy to me too is so like during that year, I was still taking courses. And one of the courses I had to take was on public speaking. We had to learn about like identifying false information. Yeah. And things like that. And I remember sitting there and being like, this is like, 
important stuff because because he was talking about how like doctors are basically like killing people like people didn't actually die from COVID they died from this treatment that the CDC and his wife like wanted to push through because they make money off it and like crazy stuff you're spreading like conspiracy theories basically about (laughs) yes and I remember sitting there I'm like you can't you can't do that like where are your sources like I literally was just like where are your sources who are you to say this? Are you a doctor? And like, apparently he was going to go to school for medical school, but he dropped out to do Amway. So I'm like, and he's like, I went to medical school. So I know what I'm talking about. Basically. Oh my gosh. Saying. <laughs> like, that's the gist of what he said. That's not exactly what he said. Cause again, I didn't write it down. I can't remember. Yeah. And I wish I had been recording or something. Cause like, I wish I could, like, I can't make this stuff up. And I remember sitting there being like, Oh, I think that was like the first time, like my brain was kind of like, Oh my gosh what is going on here <laughs> because yeah. then he was talking about how like we're the Amway army and like all this weird stuff and I'm like this is not good this is not good at all and but it was just like crazy things crazy things that this person was saying and I just the thing that I think really I think just like made me angry and like what also like kind of scared me a little bit I was like there was at least in that room alone 150 people. This man talks to thousands of people. So the fact that he has that much influence <coughs> over a group of people and like starts calling it an army and like starts saying like crazy things that like I don't think are true. I'm just like this is dangerous. Did you feel like, like your public speaking class like made you realize like his speaking tactics were like manipulative or were oh, you yeah were you just like I don't know like I don't know what I would have done in that situation but I mean I'm not surprised to hear it because Betsy DeVos who mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. Uh, appointed or nominated by Trump to be the secretary of education previously yep. She, yep. her husband is mm-hmm. Dick DeVos whose yep. dad is like a co-founder yep. of Amway and yep. he also was like like a vice oh, president yeah. for Amway, I think. So I, I mean, I'm not surprised yeah. that. Oh yeah. In general, Amway they're in bed with the government. Like they're in bed with it. Yeah. That's why. Um, because uh, what is it? Is it? It's not the CDC, but like, who's like the, the branch of government that basically is to make sure that like you don't get like scammed or fraud and things uh, like that. The Federal Trade F- Commission. Yeah, FTC. yeah. Yeah. So the reason <laughs> why. And, like, I've learned, a, like, I've learned so much, like, in the last, like, couple of years. Because, like, once I, like, realized, like, I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even know why I just started listening to podcasts about Emily, like, one day. And I was just like, you know what? Because I think, like, someone, like, I used to make TikTok videos. And, like, now when I see them, I'm like, oh, my gosh, cringe. But, like, with, like, Amway products, and I remember someone said something. And I was just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> They're like, it's a cult. I'm like, whatever. But, like, I think, like, one day, like, I was just, like, I'm just going to, like, look it up. And I started listening to different things. But, like, part of the reason why MLMs are allowed to be in existence is because they lost to Amway. And supposedly one of the – I don't remember who it was, but, like, one of the people, like, in Amway was, like, had a conversation with the president at, at the time. And then all of a sudden they're not losing this case. So it's just interesting to me, like, I've heard a lot of different things where I'm like, it doesn't really surprise me because, you know, like, there's like so many companies involved in our government. It doesn't really surprise me that Amway would be 
a big contributor involved yeah. in it. And it wouldn't surprise me if, like, the bigger names, like, in Amway are also part of, like, contributing to things and wanting, like, because, like, money talks, you know? And so if they can lobby a politician or whoever, yeah. and, like, Trump even came and spoke to, like, one of the Amway rallies, so, like... Yeah, I am pretty... Thing. I, I'm pretty sure, again, Russ was talking about how Trump was supposed to come speak for an ACN mm-hmm. um, conference. I'm pretty sure was yeah. was what he was talking about. It, like I said, it's been like a year since we had that conversation. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it seems like a common a common theme, you know? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. And like, I think like, again, initially, like, I don't think I wanted to see it. But it really wasn't until like, I started like, kind of disconnecting completely from the organization because like once like like the last thing that I did was in October and at that point like you know my brother had died like a few months back and then um my friend that actually sponsored me like went through a horrific loss and like that kind of like dismantled everything like they kind of stopped doing things my roommate wasn't doing things my other friends weren't doing things And then I started going to grief counseling and I just, I didn't have the energy to continue it. And I think I just kind of like stopped doing things altogether. I stopped buying things. I stopped just having, I stopped watching meetings. I didn't even bother to turn them on anymore. So I think I just kind of slowly stepped away. And then like my upline would call me, we'd have conversations. And I remember like January was like, December and January were probably, like, the worst months that I had after my brother died because, you know, the holidays. And, like, it was just, like, the depression was real. Like, I was in the depths of my grief Um, because also, like, it was kind of getting closer to that six-month, like, mark. Mm -hmm. And so I think just, like, I just, like, didn't care anymore. I was, like, I don't care. I don't see a point to this. I'm not getting anywhere my brother's gone and I just no one wants to do this anymore and I remember I was talking to them and they're like there was no I don't think they meant for this to come out this way but there was no empathy it was just like well you got to get back on the horse and back in the saddle and start doing this and and I remember just being like um no like I'm grieving like it's not just I can't just turn it off you know? Yeah. I feel like any normal job would be understanding of that, you know, yeah. like most, I mean, even if you have a bad boss, like I feel like most jobs like understand oh, yeah. that. Oh, Whereas yeah. like in the hustle culture of Amway and other MLMs, it's like, mm, we'll use your grief and like try to profit off of it. And like, you know, yes. try to use it as a way to make you more money. But like at the end of the day, like you just need to move on and start hustling again. And it's like, uh, yeah. what on earth are you talking about? You know? Yeah. Well, I think, too, um, another thing that they always say, too, in the conferences is, like, those losers didn't make it. And I think, like, I didn't want to be a loser either for a long time. Yeah, (laughs) no, I I was afraid of, like, not making it work, you know. And, again, going back to it's it's not the business, it's you, which it totally (laughs) is the business. It's designed for people to not make money unless you, like, somehow get – to the higher levels and then you have to like you have to be okay with basically stepping on other people 
And so once I learned that, like once I really started learning different things and I realized what was going on, I was like, uh, uh-uh, this is not for me. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> like, mm-mm. because the thing is, like, I could see like both sides of it, too. Like, like, because I definitely agree with what you said earlier. Like, you know, you've been if like, you put so much into it and then you find out that, like, how can you like, you know, like you you almost feel like you have to because you spent so much money and like, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like, I just feel like on some level, like, especially like some of these guys that I would hear talk, like they would like, like looking back now, like they would sit there on stage and like one of the times they were like bragging about, well, how much money do you make? How much money do you have? Look at my house. Look at this. And like, all I could think about now is I'm like, that is the money of people you've been scamming. Yeah. Who have, and like to this day, so I tried to cancel my LTD subscription. I couldn't like, so here's what's weird. And I don't know if this is normal. This is totally shady. Um, they're like, you know, like most things you can cancel, like you just like unsubscribe and cancel my yeah. subscription or whatever. They don't have that. They want you to send, like, I think, cause I talked to my sister-in-law about it and I was like, how did you cancel? She goes, well, they told me they wanted me to mail in, Basically, yep. that I want to cancel it. And so she just canceled her card. So that's what I did with mine. Because I didn't want to keep getting charged $89 for something I'm not using. Mm-hmm. To this day. And I have been unsubscribed from them for two years. I still get emails about my membership being like, hey, like, pay your membership. So that way you can have access to this and that. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, you're yeah. still wanting my money. Like, that's insane to me. Yeah, immediately when places want you to, like, mail stuff in to cancel, it mm-hmm. it just, it gives off such scam vibes. Like, I had a car warranty issue thing recently oh, no. where I got, I, like, got scammed into buying that in, like, oh, no. in, like a week late. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll have to share yeah. that story in a different episode. You should. But, you should. But, yeah, like, basically it was the same thing. I went in to cancel, and I had to go in person, and, like, the car salesman was, like, such a like a jerk and he was oh. just being so patronizing and then he's of like course. well I need to fill out this form and we'll have to fax it in and it'll be eight weeks for you to get your three thousand dollars back and I was just like, like what I know and I was just like no that makes like literally yeah. no sense yeah I'm just like y'all took this money out in an instant and now you you're telling me mm-hmm. I gotta wait six mm-hmm. weeks to get it back because they don't have it they don't have yeah. it anymore exactly and, and they want to like you know, prevent mm. you from jumping through all those hoops. So I'm not surprised Amway is the same way. It's just, it's such, it's so scammy when businesses mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So how did um your upline feel about you leaving? Did, did they try to drag you back in or were you just like, was it a clean break? Like, nope, I'm gone. And then you just left or how did that so... whole action go? There really wasn't a conversation about it, to be honest with you. It just kind of, like, it was, how do, there's a word, there's a term for it. Um, how was it called? Falling out. It was more like a falling out kind of thing. So, I remember, like, I think someone did reach out to me and was like, let's talk business, and, like, I think I was just really busy during that time, so I never got back to them. But, like, it just kind of, like, naturally just kind of happened, to be honest with you. There wasn't really a conversation. It just kind of, like, happened. 
So, but like what I thought was interesting is because like we're still friends on Facebook and things like that. And like we will interact with each other like here and there. But like it's it's weird to me because like we're not really friends though. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. if we're not, like, we, like, I think the only way we really talked or had a relationship was because of the business. Like, it wasn't because, like, you know. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know if that's necessarily, if that would necessarily count as a clean break. And I don't know, like, if we will ever have a conversation, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe it would be weird to do it now. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people join MLMs like I know <laughs> I know Arbon mm-hmm. is a big one or like B20 yeah. because it, it's almost like you get this feeling of like instant friendship and love bombing and you're oh, like yeah. around a bunch of like women who have this like entrepreneurial oh, yeah. mindset and it's like yeah. women empowerment but it's like totally the opposite when you start looking into it and it's oh, yeah, like no. I feel like it's that sorority kind of like community mm-hmm. thing and a mm-hmm. lot of women like especially in those specifically like get roped into it and they're like mm-hmm. oh my gosh we have all these friends but then like the second you try and leave or the second you oh, yeah. don't want anything to do with it it all falls apart and they oh yeah don't ever talk to you again you know pretty much yeah um and I've heard that with a lot of different groups too it seems to be the theme um but yeah like no I don't really talk to anyone from that group anymore like they're still on my Instagram and Facebook and whatnot, but we don't really talk. There's like maybe like um there's like like one couple that I still kinda reach out to, like we still kinda talk off and on. Um, but I also don't know if they're involved in it anymore. But I don't know. Cause like I don't wanna be like weird and like ask because I also feel like like, I feel bad about leaving because I'm just like, what if I hurt their feelings, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? So, like, I don't know. I haven't found a good way to bring it up because, like, there is, like, this weird, like, because I do care about them and I care about the people that I was with. Like, to me, they were, like, I felt, like, genuine friends with them, you know? And I think that was the difference of, in mindset is, like, um, with, like, kind of having, like, one foot in, one foot out kind of thing is like for me like it was always about friendships I was like cool if like we talk business or whatever but like I'm here for friendship you know and Mm -hmm. so like I think like that kind of stinks like losing that friendship or realizing that maybe it wasn't like a true authentic friendship like I thought it was um and even like I don't know it's just that's my turn of thought, actually. <laughs> ADD. I'm like, wait <laughs> no, a minute. Good. Like, where was I going with that? I don't know. But, um, yeah, like, it's just, it kind of stinks a little bit that that friendship is kind of not there anymore. And, like, the love bombing was a real thing. Um, it was just weird, like, how much, like, they would try to, like, how much confidence they would put into you. And then, like, but also at the same time being, like, like, going back to, like, don't be a loser don't you know don't quit don't be like those guys the naysayers also so like again like I feel like my experience like I'm very fortunate in some of the experiences that I've had except for like the weird guy talking about like how doctors are poisoning people and whatnot like and that stuff but like um I've heard stories where like and even in the um some of the 
oh, audios I would listen to, they were talking about how, like, their upline would basically counsel them to, like, stop being friends with this person because they're a negative influence. And, like, they always, like, were talking about, like, not having negative thinking and having positivity thinking and don't have stinking thinking and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, like, it was just so unrealistic. And, um, but, like, I, like, I've never had a situation where my upline was like, don't be friends with this person, you know, but they did drill like association, like coming to the meetings, being around the team, that kind of stuff. Um, and then also like, don't waste your time. Like don't play video games. Don't go on vacations because you need to, you know, you need to, um, what is it? Basically like reward yourself for meeting your goals in business. So don't go on vacations. Uh, don't do anything that's going to keep you from going to the conferences, basically. Um, <laughs> there were so many things. Um, delay gratification, that's what it was. So, like, I remember I would feel guilty, like, if I wanted to buy a book or something or, like, something I really wanted. And I was like, oh, but, like, I should, like, not do that and try and meet this number in my business or whatever, which is crazy now that I think about it. And I'm like... It, it really is a cult like it you know yes. it's like the, yes. the the bite models like behavior mm-hmm. I have it like I pulled it up it's like behavior control information control thought control yep. emotional control it's like you can't even like you know oh, yeah. just do like a normal thing like want to get yourself a gift to like enjoy it's like you end up they manipulate you so much that you like feel guilty mm-hmm. for even like doing something you like yeah and it's just like you know it's so funny to how they're like, Oh, you're J O B as if like your whole life doesn't revolve around the J O B of Amway. Like, like, no, you know. literally. Well, that was the other thing too. I would think like they would always talk about like, imagine like spending time with your kids and your family more. You spend most of your time at these Amway things. Yeah. Than your family. Like, yeah. you know, or like they talked about like a lot of the speakers would be like, well, we didn't go, we decided not to go to a family function because it was, we weren't going to like, it wasn't going to benefit our business. And then at the same conference, they'll talk about free time with their families and how that's what you're working toward. Yes. (laughs) The irony. It's nuts. And like, it's also interesting. Like, so you reminded me of something to like, kind of like the thought process. So like, they're very big on like, you know, use Amway, use Amway, use your products. That's how you sell it is use your product. Be a big, be a billboard. Da, 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 da. And I remember I came to a meeting one day and I have this like one lip gloss that I really like. I've had it for a long time. I probably should have thrown it away a while ago, but it's like this pretty color. And I remember I wore it to a meeting and one of the uplines was like, oh, is that blah, 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 blah. And I think like, it's weird to me now that like I got scared to tell her the truth. So like, that oh, it wasn't God. an Amway product? Yes. And I'm a grown woman. And I was like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm like, no, it's not. And I'm like, why are you lying about this? What's the big deal? And, like, I think I didn't want her to be disappointed in me for yeah. not wearing Amway. Like, how insane is that? Like, I'm lying about a lip color. Like, put that into perspective. Yeah. it That's – I mean, it, it checks out for sure because, like, I – have people that I know in real life who are in MLMs and you know they they go on social media and it's the same thing they're just like you can substitute products in your real life with Mm -hmm. MLM and it's just like it'll be protein powder or this and that and it's like 
they spend so, I mean, hundreds and hundreds oh, yeah. of dollars every month buying oh, this yeah. stuff. And it's so much more expensive than mm-hmm. a non MLM equivalent somewhere else. Oh, and, yeah. and they're just oh, like, if you join me, like you can sell the products you use every day. And I'm like, their products no. you use every day are like, well, so supposedly expensive. you'll get money back. Yeah. Well, even yeah. like there were so many things like the vitamins I would use, the shampoo. There was these gummies that I was like super addicted to that I'm so I don't think this is a good thing, but like there was like these focus pills basically and these focus gummies that had ginseng and something else in it and they I guess they worked. I don't know. I was pretty addicted to them, but like I would take them because I was a waitress and I could take people's orders like eight and eight table, like eight top eight orders at the same time and remember it and like I would zoom around and like I had all this energy I don't know if it was good for me to be honest with you because Lucilla <laughs> is sketchy but like one of the times one of the people like compared it to Adderall and I was like I don't think that's a good thing <laughs> yeah I'm like that's bad like no but it was just interesting to me like how I was just so and then like the toothpaste and the toothbrush and just like everything i'm like ah it's, it's probably why they have products that cover like i mean everything you can think of like i was looking at their deter i mean it i just can't yes. believe how expensive it is because my my mom mm-hmm. was telling me the other day that like one of my other relatives is an avid amway mm-hmm. supporter and i, I almost fell over and i was like yeah. what <laughs> yeah and she's like well I don't think she sells it but like she'll buy it and I'm like what is she buying like the thing is like some of the products that Amway has actually aren't that bad like would I ever like want to use them anymore no because of what like goes on and like the other things but like the detergent I actually like the detergent a lot it smelled really good I just can't believe, like, how expensive everything is. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, but, I mean, you can get an easily alternative in the store that's way cheaper, that's yeah. green, that is non-toxic and all that junk. Okay? That's half the price. Yeah. Okay. I feel like the, the high price is because they have to pay the mm-hmm. offline all the, oh, all yeah. the, you know, a couple dollars for each person or whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, they ship things. And the one thing I will say, too, though. Again, I don't necessarily think that Amway in itself is necessarily bad, although I want to be careful as I'm saying that because, like, I don't think MLMs are good at all. Like, if Amway was, like, legitimate and, like, it wasn't so schemey and it wasn't so... Like, direct-to-consumer, like, yes. that kind of thing. Yes. Um, and because, like, if, like, because I've had issues where, like... Um, I would get damaged product or something wouldn't show up and they took care of it right away. Like they're very customer oriented. And so like, like I said, like there's some good things and some bad things. They do have some legitimate things. Um, I still think you're paying way too much for them, but some of their stuff is like decent, you know, I don't think they're worth the money that you're paying for, you know, but um, there are some things like I didn't like, I would want to do a little bit more research, to be honest with you, in some of their Neutralite products because, you know, some of their supplements and whatnot, like, supposedly they're super organic and, like, they, you know, I don't know how true it is because what I've learned, unfortunately, like, since coming out of 
Amway and LTD, I'm just like, I don't know what's true anymore. Yeah. And the thing that drives me nuts, and I hate this, is, like, you can research Amway stuff all day long. And, like, it's <sighs> really, really hard to find, like, actual information. Like, there's a lot of Amway propaganda. There's a lot of, like, just, I want to call it, like, fluff because, like, you, you can't – it's also really hard to find, like – I think they just now released uh, – what is it? The thing that they have to report, like, income or something like that. Yeah, like the income disclosure statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just now released it. I haven't looked at it recently. But it's just interesting to me, like, how hard it is to find. And, like, even, like, the people in the business, like, these people that are, like, big names in the business – you cannot find anything on them, like, at all. It's so weird. It's really weird. And because I'm just like, hmm. Like, I don't want to think bad things, but I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, if there's probably some weird stuff happening. Like, I, like, I don't know. But it yeah. just bothers me that, like, there's really not a lot of information that you can find on these people except for what they want you to see. Yeah, exactly. And then you wonder, like, is it all fake? Is it all just a show? Yeah. Well, even that. So, speaking of show, have you ever ever heard of? There's a show that came out a few years ago. They unfortunately are not going to continue it, but it's called. Oh, what is it called? It's is it called, becoming um, a god? God in Central Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I recently watched it. You can get on Apple TV, which you do have to pay for it. However. If you've ever been in in Amway, I'm convinced that either whoever wrote this show or, like, they either, like, spied on Amway or something. But, like, it is – if you ever want to get, like, a picture of what being in Amway was like, watch this show. Like, I can't tell you how many times. Like, I, like, literally watched it in, like, I think a day or maybe two. I don't remember. But I literally was like, oh, my gosh, that, that right there. Yes. Like, it is, like, it is a little exaggerated, but, like, not that much, to be honest with you. Um, And just, like, even, like, going into, like, how the, you know, people that were the uplines, like, they would dress, like, super nice and look like they're super rich, but really they're struggling, Mm -hmm. and they're, like, we're not making money, and, like, it makes me wonder, like, about these people (laughs) in these things. I'm just, like, how much are you actually struggling? Yeah. And just, like, how much do you actually know, you know? Yeah. I mean, I... I it, it would it would not blow my mind if everyone or ninety nine percent of the people in Amway who are like at the conferences as success stories are like not secretly mm-hmm. in a ton of debt or anything because mm-hmm. it seems like such a common thing yeah. and yeah I mean I I mm-hmm. saw on becoming a god in Central Florida like maybe a year or two ago it was on yes. Amazon TV and yes. and I bought this series for like ten dollars and I got to the part where. There were, like, I don't want to, like, spoil it, but there were, like, parts with, like, hallucinations mm-hmm. or something. And I got to that part, and I was, like, I don't even know yes. what's going on. So I stopped watching. I, mean, I don't know how true th- that part is, but, like, it wouldn't surprise me if stuff like that is happening. Because, like, I don't know if you've seen, like, there's, like, been so many things coming out. Like, the 
different documentaries on exposing like different groups of people like Hillsong and like yeah yeah um smiley happy people and like yeah different groups and whatnot so like honestly though I just feel like anytime you have like a group of people come together and people are like having influence and manipulating people there's weird things happening I'm just saying like I'm not trying to be conspiracy person or whatever I'm just like it's just human nature like it would yeah. not surprise me if something weird is happening. You yeah. Know? But we'll never know until, like, one day we see a documentary on it. Yeah. Which Amway has too much money. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. I don't, I don't think we're going to see that. But, you know, and again, like, I don't think it's necessarily Amway themselves. I think it's more like the LTD and the Worldwide and those kind of things. But, yeah, yeah like, it would not surprise me if there's, like, some weird things happening. Like, so we... Like that we saw, like that I saw on the show. I'm just like, I could see that happening. I could like see people that happening. feeding like, dr- like drugs or like I don't know, like just weird, oh, yeah. like trying to manipulate people through that. Yeah, yeah. Like it really wouldn't surprise me to be honest with you. And honestly, like I think I'm grateful that I got out when I did because, like, who knows if I had been there for like ten years or more, like. I'm sure there's, like, other things, other stories that people have that are, like, ten times crazier. And just, like, you know, like, I don't know. And, like, it's crazy because, like, what also blows my mind is, like, you have people who have no business mentoring people on marriages, on finances. Like, just so much power over someone's life. And just, it doesn't make any sense. And, like, it's just crazy to me. And, like, I remember, like, I even wanted to sit down with one of the uplines and, like, do a budget with them and do my finances. And I'm, like, for whatever reason, it never worked out. But I really think, like, that was, like, a good thing. (laughs) Because, you know, like, it's just – and I think, like, also, again, like, part of the reason why it was easy for me to, like, leave in two years as opposed to staying longer is – I didn't consistently listen to the audios because, again, I didn't really like how everything was do this, do that. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, Or, like, read this and do this and do that. And, you know, it just it didn't sit well with me because I was like, "Mm, no, no, I have other things I need to do. Like, I'll do it when I have time, but, like, I'm not going to, like, make it my whole life. Yeah. You know, so I think that's honestly what protected me. from some of it but even still like the ideology and the brainwashing like still like affected me as Mm -hmm. like you know in my way of thinking for a while and like it really like I think it's been like it's been like a good year since I really stopped really thinking that way um where like I don't feel guilty for buying makeup anymore that isn't Amway and I don't feel guilty for like buying product that like it's the crazy thing is like I bought like I think I got a protein powder the other day and I was like huh this is half the price and basically the same thing like yeah. what was I doing like hello yeah. well it takes yeah. a while to like deprogram yourself mm-hmm. from that and like you know it's like you've had yeah you know years or some people like decades of like this indoctrination of like yeah. oh you have to buy from us you're hurting yourself if you don't buy from us like Basically, you know and yeah. it's it's just hard to get out of it and to stop thinking like that once when you've been doing it for so long oh yeah and like I said like I was fortunate like I was only out five thousand dollars like which that's still a lot of money but like 
I've heard crazy stories where people are out way more. Yeah. You know? And just, I just, uh, I can't imagine, <clears throat> like, at all. And, like, what's crazy, too, is, like, because Amway's been around for so long. Like, I think I said in the message to you when we talked about your relative being into Amway, like, my dad did Amway, like, forever ago. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, before the internet, like, was really a big thing. And, like, you had to, like, it was more complicated. It was, like, kind of, like, the system, like, because you've watched some of the show, like, how they had to deliver things. And, like, mm-hmm. it was like that. And so, like, my dad, um, my parents got married pretty young. So he had, like, you know, a wife. And, like, I don't think I was born yet. So, but, like, he was, he had an apartment. He had responsibilities. And he and I talked about it. And he's, like, I just didn't see, like, how I could make money. And, like, he's, like, I just didn't have, like, in his mind, like, he he doesn't think it's a scam. And he doesn't think it's a cult. But, like, in his mind, he was, like, I just didn't have the time to dedicate to it. And I thought that was always so interesting to me because I'm just, like, but, like, he, the one thing that was always interesting to me that he would say is how he's, like, I don't get how sponsoring someone makes you money. Because, like, that's basically what they, like, they would say, like, well, you make money sponsoring people. Like, that's what his, like, upline would tell him is you make money by sponsoring people. And, like, I just thought that was so interesting. Like, I'm, like, it's literally in your face. And, like, it was in my face, too, you know, which is why, like, I don't, like, um, have – I don't judge anyone that's been in MLM. I don't – because, like, I've been in one. So, but, like, I don't, like, say, like, no one can, like, be – like, can end up in that. And there's no shame. Like, if you've been in one, like, there's no shame, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we've all been there. In some way or form. Because, like, there's MLMs everywhere. Like, literally everywhere. Every day I go on TikTok, like, someone will be like, I have this product, but I can't, like, tell you what it is. And I can't put a link. But, like, if you message me. and yeah. da, 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 You know? And I'm just like, why are you everywhere? Like, stop it. It's hard to avoid. It really is. <laughs> no. It's just insane. Like, literally, I was so I've become so sensitive to it now and like the more I've learned it's interesting to me like how like before like it was just normal like I think that's another reason why Amway wasn't weird like it wasn't weird to me to get involved in it because my mom has done so many MLMs like she did Shackley she did Mary Kay she did Avon you know she did Pamper Chef like all that stuff like so like to me like this wasn't totally far-fetched because my parents had done it, you know, and I think yeah. it's just like part of like I don't know if they like if this is like big in other like I know Amway's really big in India, but like and I don't know if other MLMs are, but you know, it's just interesting to me. Like it feels like it's like an American culture thing for sure. Yeah, well, I don't Amway know they, stands for American Way. So. <laughs> yeah, which every time I think about that, I'm like, Ugh, like, <laughs> like no, it, it really doesn't. I'm like you. that's another tangent but I'm like it just bothers me that they prey on people that like are just literally desperate like people are desperate and I really and the thing that makes me so sad about all the things that they talk about is you really want it to be true and that's why you keep saying because you just you just want to make it so bad and like I don't think anyone necessarily wants to be rich you just want to be able to take care of your family and not have to think about your bills and, like, you want all these things that we talk mm-hmm. about to be true. And, like, it's not. Yeah. And I think that's what's so hard about it. And I think that's what makes me so 
upset with a lot of people that like get up there and like say these things. I'm just like, like, it's not fair that you're projecting that. And like, you're getting these people's hopes up that like, they're going to get out of debt and they're going to be free and they're going to be able to be around their kids and they're going to have this great life and they're going to own a ranch like you do. And they're going to ride dirt bikes like you do. And they're going to go on cool adventures. And like, they always have these videos of like how like, they all went on this cool trip because they're platinum and they're diamond, they're emerald, they're whatever they are. They're some level in the business. And you can have this too. And the thing about it is like, no, that's not true. Cause I don't remember the percentage, but it's very low. Like most people lose money in MLMs mm-hmm. like, and just, uh, and you can't tell anyone that's in it that like, like they will not listen to you. I know <laughs> I wouldn't have listened So, but yeah, it's just, that's the thing that like really like makes me sad is like people like really want this to be true. They really do. And like, it makes me feel bad when like, you know, when I've gotten like one of my friends in it, like, you know, like how like they just like, they want to own their own business and they want to do this. And, you know, they think that this is the way that they're going to get that. And it's just not true. It's just not true. Yeah. I, I definitely see that all the time from it's always the own your own business consult mm-hmm. with me if you want to start a business like and and I mean that's kind of the American dream you know to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. have financial freedom but it's like you're not owning your own business and it's like people yeah. just don't know that and so they get into it and unfortunately you find out like after they've spent hundreds or thousands of dollars or more yep. you know, in it yep So what are some things that you want people to know as kind of like a takeaway from MLMs or Amway in general, whether it's like people who are maybe considering leaving or people who just, even people who don't want anything to do with MLMs, like, is there anything, I guess, as like a takeaway that you have? Um, I think the biggest thing is... If it seems too good to be true, it probably is, um, which is kind of, like, cliche to say. But I think the other thing is realize, like, you can – there are other ways to be financially independent. There's other things you can do. um, And the truth is, like, I don't care what any MLM is saying to you. Like, I don't care – if they're promising like this, like you'll have freedom in five years or whatever, like you will never make money in an MLM. And if you're trying to, if you're deciding to leave one and you don't want to leave because you feel like you like put all this money in it, the truth is like that money, like you're never going to get back and you're not going to like, like you're not going to stop losing money until you leave it, you know? And there's no shame in that. And, like, there are a lot of people who have also been through it. Um, and there are a lot of supportive people. Like, more – I've definitely seen that more people are coming out and talking about it. And I think we are – like, uh, especially our generation, like, you know, I'm 30. So, like, I think a lot of people are getting more vocal about it and trying to talk more about it. So there is no shame um, in what you experience. Like, what you experience is valid and – um, there's no shame in it because it can happen to anybody. Like, um, like I said before, I don't think anyone is immune to being roped into like no one, like we're humans. Like we want connection 
and we want to be successful. We want to um, be part of something and we want that feeling. And like the thing is like understand that especially when it comes to like these MLMs, um, it is designed intentionally to manipulate you, which is not your fault. Um, it is intentional to make you feel um, a sense of belonging because they're like it's love bombing. It like there's a lot of things that go into it, and that's not your fault. And so leaving it like doesn't mean you're a loser. Doesn't mean that you failed. Um, because the thing is, like, it's kind of like you got into a system that was designed for you to fail. So, like, it was nothing you did. Um, and I think, like, if people realize that, it can make it easier to leave the situation and just realize, like, learn from it and just realize, okay, like, this was designed for you to fail. So, like, it's not a reflection on you at all. Um, and just people that don't like MLMs, I think just one thing I will say is compassion. Um, because, again, like you have been fortunate enough to like realize things before if you've never been in one or just you just happen to be lucky to like realize those things. Um, just, I think having like empathy and compassion for people who have been through it or who are in it, especially with family members. Like I know you have family members that are in it and um, <clears throat> that can be really challenging and just realize like you can't talk them out of it. You can't make them leave it. Um, and just the biggest thing you can do for them is to be compassionate and patient with them. And, um, obviously like if you don't want to buy the product, don't buy it. But like, I think the biggest thing is just a lot of those things tend to, well, if they're customers, like not so much, but like people that are in it, like they, those type of things do try to alienate them from family and like being like they call it a naysayer like I think just just realize like right now like they're not gonna hear you you know but they do still need you so and I've never been on that part of that but like I think like coming from someone who was in it and had family members that were kind of like mm -hmm, like that sounds like a scam I think just understand like just compassion is really helpful and they'll come around. Um, like most people do end up getting out because at some point they do come to their senses. So it's not forever. Um, and if they do stay in it for a long time, just try your best. If you have to have boundaries with them, have boundaries. Um, I know like I've heard people be like, we can't talk about this. You know, like if you have to be like, we can't talk about Amway or whatever MLM they're in the boundaries um but yeah um i don't know mlms are hard they're intentional and they're intended to get people in that are desperate or that are not desperate or just looking for opportunities and they're intended to manipulate people and they're intended to um basically promote the person at the top of the pyramid so they're meant to make the person at the very top rich so um but just know that none of it's your fault it just it can happen to anybody so. yeah I appreciate that um I don't really like have any other questions I thought 
everything you all the info is is so good and like I it kind of gives me a new perspective on Amway for sure so like yeah. I really appreciate it but um yeah I mean if you do you have anything else before I stop recording <laughs> that you wanted to uh, share I'm trying to think if there's anything that I'm like hmm I feel like that's it really like I don't know I mean I'm sure I had like if I thought about it longer, I probably have more stories, but that's really <laughs> the gist of it. Like, yeah, just don't do it. <laughs> don't Save do yourself it. the trouble. <laughs> yeah, like do other things. Like, just don't do it. Don't if there someone comes to you like you want an opportunity, just just say no. Like, if you want to invest money, like learn about stocks. Learn about like something that actually is um legit <laughs> like yeah um you know because there's so many things you can do like there are apps nowadays that you can scan receipts and make some it's change but you know like there are things that you can learn to do it's hard work that's the other thing is like I think the way MLMs present themselves is they present like this super easy get rich kind of thing and I think that appeals to a lot of people you know because like sure it sounds good you know like, they'll be like, in five years, you could do this. And I'm like, hmm. So, but, yeah, financial stability takes actual work. It actually takes budgeting and saving and investing. And, like, there's certain things. Like, there are some things that, like, like some of the books that I read that they had, like, make sense. Um, You know, like, passive income does make sense to me. However... And we, like, it's such a joke because, like, literally you're not, it's not passive income. Like, you have to do something to earn it. Like, passive income is, like, you put money in and there's, like, um, interest on it, you know? So, like, it, yeah, that, no. <laughs> MLMs <laughs> don't not do the, not the, no. MLMs are not the definition of passive income. <laughs> no. It's really not, though, because I'm, like, you literally, like... People, like, will spend hours driving to go share the plan. Like, I've heard stories where people have driven, like, all night to get to one place to share this information with people to get them into Amway. So they don't get any sleep. They're not with their family. Like, how is that passive income? Please explain. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So just just don't do it. Don't do it. Like, no. There are <laughs> other ways to do things. Like. Don't do that. MLMs are not it. I personally, I hope that one day there will be no more MLMs because I just feel like they do more harm than good. Because, like, I will agree. Like, it, I think what also gets you into them is, like, their products are kind of gimmicky, you know? Or, like, ooh, like, this cool face mask. Or, like, I'm a sucker for makeup. Like, if it's a cool lip shade or, like, cool eyeliner-looking thing – or household products, like, they're gimmicky, you know, like, Pampers Chef, gimmicky, like, I remember as a kid, like, if you had Pampers Chef, like, you were, like, rich, you know, like, it was, like, ooh, like, fancy stone pizza thing that you can make really good pizza on, or just all this random stuff, like, but, like, it was an MLM, same thing with, like, like, my mom did Shackley, and, like, the, the protein shakes, and all the healthy stuff, and blah, 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 it's just gimmicky, you know, but you can get all that stuff, at Walmart, <laughs> at Target, um, for and a fraction pay. of the price. <laughs> yeah, and we're talking Target, okay? Amway is more expensive than Target. That should tell you something, <laughs> okay? Yeah. So 
Yeah. And again, no hate like to anyone that is still doing it. I like I sincerely wish there was a way to like to make an honest living from it, but I don't think there is. Um I just don't think you can make an honest living with MLMs. Like I've never heard of someone like like it's just I've never heard of like someone making an honest living from it, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think I have either. No. Out of everyone I know, there's no one I know who's no. retired from their nine to five so they can do it full time. No. No, that's the other thing is like you work a job to support it. And I'm like, where does that make sense? Like, here's the one thing. I thought I was thinking about getting a second job to support my business. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) What? No, 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 no. Yeah. So just just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do MLMs. They're not worth it. Don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. Run away. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't really have any other questions. I'm going to stop recording now if you're yeah good with that sounds good to me otherwise i think we'll just keep talking and talking and talking (laughs) and that is the end of part three of the amway interview again my sincerest apologies for not getting this out sooner i next time want to just publish them much quicker (laughs) i should have done that but hindsight 2020 anyway Thank you again to the woman who allowed me to interview her. I really, really appreciate it. You know who you are. And thank you so much for sharing your story. I appreciate it. I know everyone listening appreciates it. And if anyone else wants to chat or share their stories or even just have me, you know, if you don't want to like come on and talk about it, shoot me a message about it and I can read it. It, it really doesn't matter. Um, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at JessUnfilteredPod and my Twitter is at Unfiltered underscore Jess. So definitely reach out to me. I am going to record an episode soon. I don't know if you guys caught it. I think it was in this episode. I made a a comment about being scammed and like a car warranty ordeal. And I want to tell that story because it's not directly related to multi-level marketing, but it's kind of in the same cinematic universe where it's just another way that people use to scam you (laughs) and and there's a lot of things about car dealers to be quite frank that are very outdated um shady just practices that that people don't know to avoid you know I bought a lot of cars my husband and I are very much car people so we've kind of seen seen how things can go and um, and we've gotten, I mean, I've gotten taken advantage before in that regard. And so, uh, yeah, I'll share that story soon. I might actually just start recording it now, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, so keep an eye out for that episode. Again, it's not directly related to multi-level marketing, but it's just another scam in the real world that you can, um, avoid. So if you listen to that episode and you're planning on buying a car, uh, maybe it'll help you avoid the same mistakes that I made. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening yet again. Definitely get a hold of me, Instagram at JessUnfilteredPod, Twitter, Unfilter underscore Jess, and I will talk to y'all later. Bye!